Was it everything you thought it would be? I think so. I really didn't know what to expect, to be honest with you. <laughs> but uh, it seemed like uh, think, it was a really good event. You think it was everything you thought it was supposed to be? I think so. What about you? I, I was freaking happy with it. I mean, here's the thing. From start to finish, and we're going to get there in a minute and go through everything. Um, I feel like it was a it was a chick flick. We laughed. We cried. I didn't we cry. got angry at each other. That um, did happen. We were sweating. We Lots. were out of breath at certain points. That mm-hmm. sounds wrong, but it's not what you think. It was laser tag. But you, you also know? did not buy me ice cream. I had to buy my own ice cream. No, no. Well, was, that was the down parts of the chick flick. Right. Yeah. Um, I drowned my sorrows in ice cream. I've got my tea, and I'm ready to do this podcast. Where do we start? The beginning, right? I think so. I mean, uh, we've talked about this in the past in some of our other Facebook lives and podcasts, but I mean, you know, this thing kind of grew out of, we do all these other events and, you know, the teams do mean something, but they don't really mean much more than that's just kind of who you're, who you're going to roll with that day. And some of the teams got really serious about, you know, talking trash and like building up their numbers. So, um, you know, I think it was your idea to say, Hey, let's make them mean something. And thus yeah. the rally games were team, born. A, a team game, a team sport, yeah. Um, what the teams really are is when you do these rallies, you got 40 cars and you're going to get broken up naturally, whether it's the flow of traffic, whether it's uh, intersections or, or whatever. Um, so you want to have your two, three, four people and their cars that are going to be sticking with you that way. If anyone has car trouble, anyone, uh, you know, goes down or, or whatever, you don't get split up. No one gets lost. No one gets left behind that kind of thing. And, um, yeah, no, the team's got a territorial to say the least. So first off, let's, let's address something, right? Um, the way we did this event is, I mean, Nick, you put it best. I mean, it's everyone's done a scavenger hunt at some point. It's always like find a blank and bring it back, and go get a blank and and bring it with you, and 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 take one of these. And in 2019, what better way to do a scavenger hunt than with your phone? Because now everyone has the best camera they've ever owned in their life sitting in their pocket or their purse, right? Yeah. So we came up with. I don't even have it in front of me. Holy hell. Oh, here, here's one. How many pages was it, Nick? It was uh, almost five, five complete pages. There were 37, 38 challenges on that page. And then the night before Rally Games, I went ahead and made a more traditional page. So that upped it to 45 or so challenges yeah. or you know riddles or whatever that, that people could do. But almost yeah. everything was take a picture of this, prove you did it by a video, post it to Facebook, that right. kind of thing, because right. we weren't going to have people bring back, you know, a bag full of junk <laughs> that we were just going to throw away. So, Right. I would have kept it. But, yeah, we had, we had five pages. I'm looking at it right here, five pages of challenges. And we came up with this. It was before Road to the Dragon, man, and it's hard to – it's hard to imagine, but it was before Road to the Dragon, and we came up with this. And literally, um, when we were not planning, all right, Road to the Dragon, logistics, routes, what are we doing? Uh, we were working on this and trying to think of challenges and coordinating with local partners and sponsors and businesses and and stuff like that. We had the coveted belt. I say had. Yeah. Holy shit, who has it now? <laughs> we don't know. The winning team has it. But it's funny because all along, you know, we were saying – we are keeping the belt, but you can display it on your car at car shows that we're at and stuff like that. And uh, man, we'll get to we'll get to the winning team and all that, but they just snatched it and walked right out with it. So. <laughs> yeah, well, fucking, I, they earned it, man. Yeah, um, they, they did. There's no um, question. So yeah, to back to what we were saying though, we we had everything was like, you know. Um, take a picture and send it to us, uh, send it to us in a message, post it here, share it here, tag here, you know, whatever. 
Um, and the real reason is your phone is like the nicest camera you'll ever own. Right. Uh, and, and, and it takes this great stuff and that's an easy way to prove it. Just click, click and, and it's done as opposed to capturing gathering or whatever, like we were talking about. Um, but more so, um, what I wanted to talk about, and Nick, you and I kind of went into this before uh, we, we rolled out the rally games, which, by the way, if none of y'all are going to say it, you know what, Nick? I'll say it. Great fucking job to us for keeping this under the uh, under the under wraps, under the hat. I mean, I don't know, but keeping it a secret. Um, That's true. Nobody, time. I mean, nobody had any indication of what we were no. going to do. I mean, we had even like John Willett was talking to uh, Royce, who was a new a new participant to our events, and and Royce was talking to him and said, I, you know, I don't I don't really have any idea what I signed up for. And John said, neither do I, to be honest with you. I've yeah. done a lot of their events before, and this time I truly have no idea what to expect. So really, yeah. literally nobody knew. Yeah. President of Jacksonville area, Mopar, he's hit me up. Hey, man, so, uh, so, so what do I need to know? Not shit. That's yeah. what you need to know. <laughs> show up with everybody else. And Charles, hey, man, uh, I'm actually working that day, so I can't participate. So uh, so what do I need to know? Well, not shit. You don't even need to know that you're one of the challenges and you're going to be drawing pictures for people. You don't need to know nothing. Yeah, he didn't even know that. So if he didn't know, if he, didn't know he was part of the challenges, then you can imagine no one else knew anything about anything. Right, right. So – we get we we're, we've explained the picture thing, but why would you and I structure an event where it's like tag us, share this, post this, like this, blah 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 blah, right? Why would we do that? Well, Nick and I, with our backgrounds, um, we are fortunate enough to understand this thing uh, called Facebook, and you guys have probably noticed before that you may have three hundred friends. Um, not you, Nick, but other people might have 300 friends and you may not always see the content that they're posting. You may say their thing. I thought we were friends and you go search them and find out, yeah, you still are friends. You're just not seeing their stuff anymore. And it's just this huge complex algorithm, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, the way it works, Facebook, believe it or not, wants it to be all about Facebook and their platform. They don't want you sharing things from YouTube and sharing things from ESPN and Fox News and, and all this. They don't want that. They want all the content to live right there on Facebook. They don't want you clicking and leaving Facebook. They want it all right there. So what Facebook does, they created this huge complex formula that basically says – the more activity that's really organic and lives right there on Facebook, the more we're going to push it and we're going to promote it and we're going to show it to more people. And then you can extend out of your networks into more audience extensions and have more audience reach. And that's how things start to go. Uh, the V word viral. Am, am I explaining this correctly? I'm not the tech person. Yep. No, that's correct. So what we were going to do is use Genesis rally and, and our page as a platform to promote what you guys were doing. So what was this really all about? We wanted everyone, hey, like the page, share the page, tag the page, and you know, do this, do that, so that we could get as much organic attention on our platform as possible so that people could see the good that you guys did during the rally games. And by the way, if you weren't on the rally games, you were working, you sat this one out, whatever it is, let me tell you what we really did because you saw some funny videos going up, right? And you're probably thinking, holy shit, what are these guys doing? You saw some funny stuff. You saw some really random stuff uh, just popping up all over Facebook. But what we really did, I mean, we really did some good stuff. I I'm really proud of this. Um, so just some examples. Uh, Nick, I mean, you want to go through some of these? Yeah. Yeah, let's definitely do it. So some of the stuff we had for challenges – you know, obviously was was fun and silly, and we'll get to that in just a second. But, you know, the good you're talking about, um, you know, the, one of the first things that you and I talked about, one of the first challenges that came up was let's fill up a bag of trash at the beach. That was one of the very yeah, first and things. immediately you try to stretch a bag around my car. I, I did. Um, you know, so so I think all the teams except for maybe one did the bag of trash. So... Some people filled up the bag of trash at 
the beach over on Jack's beach. Some people did it at boat ramps. Some people went to parks. Some people the went river. to lakes. Some people went to the river. I mean, all yeah. in all, you know, what was it like a hundred gallons of trash or something like that was cleaned up, um, yep. you know, by, by the participants of, of the rally games. I mean, that's really cool. That's something that wouldn't have happened that day had we not made that a challenge and had people not accepted the challenge. So, I mean, that's, yeah, that's we'll one example that. for I've, sure. I've lived in, I've lived in Jacksonville 13 or 14 years now. Um, but I've lived all over Florida, central Florida, South Florida and all that. And, um, it's, it's easy to forget. Okay. I'm speaking for myself here. It's easy to forget we're, we're a coastal town. We're a beach town. You know, sometimes it feels a little more like, like South Georgia, right. Or it feels a little more, um, I don't know. It's just easy to forget in Jacksonville and the St. John's river and, and the beaches. I mean, it's a big part of this city and this community. So it was really cool to give back in some sort of way and, and, and clean it up, man. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, we, we got people to clean up trash. Uh, another thing we did that was kind of cool was thank a JSO officer or in a first responder or, or a first responder in the community that, um, yeah. That took a lot of different life forms because we didn't say how. We didn't say go give them a high five. Some people took their pictures with them. Some people yep. brought um, you know, Gatorade to fire stations. Some people yep. um, you know, just did literally go up and shake the hands of of police officers. I mean, it, it was it was cool. And a lot of them were caught off guard and but very appreciative of just the nice gesture of thanking a first responder. Yeah, you gotta think these guys uh <laughs> all day long approach car windows with people that are not happy to see them. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and they get freaking, I think beat up in, in the news sometimes over some of these stories and, and everything, but they do a hell of a lot for us. And, and they're the first ones you call when you need them and everything. So it was really cool to, to reach out and, and thank them because um, believe it or not, with all that they do for us, that's not often that they're thanked. So, we cleaned up the beaches. We thanked uh, our, our JSO uh, sheriff's office and um, and some other first responders. We didn't just thank uh, Jacksonville Fire and Rescue. We hung out with them, man. Um, there's mm -hmm. some really cool pictures going around, funny ones too, of people hanging out by the trucks uh, at the fire stations and wearing all the equipment. And um, there's a newfound appreciation there that you know some people have never known or maybe they haven't remembered since they were a kid and a firefighter came to their school or something like that. But that equipment's freaking heavy, man. Yeah. And like one, really heavy. One thing that's kind of cool is, you know, the challenge was basically go get your picture taken on a fire truck bonus points. If you wear any equipment and like legitimately people were wearing the full get up, like the helmet, the jacket, the pants, the air yeah. tank. I mean, everything is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, it was just cool to see, uh, you know, another one we did, well, they well they brought. Hang on, they brought like you said. Some of them just brought Gatorades and was like, "Hey, you know, guys, thank you so much. We we just we're in a scavenger hunt. We got to take a picture real quick." And they let him get in the whole getup. One of the girls from Dirty Divas came running up to me in a freaking JFRD T-shirt, and she goes, "They gave me their shirt. Is that bonus points?" I'm like, "Fuck, that's cool. No, it's no bonus points." <laughs> you know, <laughs> dude. On that note, there were a lot of people throughout the day who reached out to me and you individually, and they're like, "Hey." If we do this, can we get bonus points? And it's like, you yeah. want to say yes, but the answer is no, because no one else can get those those bonus points, so we can't do that. Right, um, right, right. But yeah, so I mean, it made the day of some of some first responders and stuff. Um, you know, one thing that I thought was really cool is we just said, do something good for the community. Yeah, it, this was my favorite one. Yeah, and we just left it at that. I mean, we didn't say at all what it was. It's just do something good, and to validate it, it was... Depends on what you did, but make sure we know. And yeah. and dude, there was some really cool stuff that happened and some funny things that came out as a result of it. Yep. Um we we had someone uh purchase a full tank of gas for a complete stranger. Just walk up, they saw him pull up to a gas pump and they just beat him to it, swiped their card and and bought him a full tank of gas. And and you know, we all know being being car people, whether it's big block uh, Hemi's or big old trucks or whatever that gas, gas ain't cheap. And so that's just, that's really nice, you know? So that happened. Um, drinks were brought over to Everbank field to some of the stadium staff that was out there cleaning the grounds and, 
and, and cleaning up the facility and everything. And by the way, when we did this, what was the heat index, Nick? 104 or 102? Yeah, it was brutal. It was, we set up at 8 15 in the morning and it was already probably in the 80s. I mean, and, and this was probably two, three in the afternoon when they did that. So, yeah, definitely yeah. hot. So, uh, brought drinks to those, those, uh, workers and, and cooled them off. And my favorite one that I heard, uh, we ended at Bravo's, uh, which uh, if you don't know, I mean, there's laser tag and there's like the trampoline park and there's arcade and Ninja warrior course and a restaurant and bowling and all sorts of stuff. So we ended at Bravo's and some little girl was there hanging out with her dad. I would say a little older than a toddler. And, uh, someone went and just bought him a gift card right there for Bravo's and walked it over and handed it to her. And that freaking made her day. That made her day. It was at the finish line. It was like the final thing they did. But here's this little girl in an arcade. And, you know, if you have a kid or if you remember when you were a kid, you know, you just however much your parent gives you for the arcade is just not enough. You want a little more. And someone just gives her a freaking arcade. I mean, it, it she lit up. It made her day. I think it was a um, $50. Was uh, I think it was a $50 gift card. Yeah. For that. Yeah. And it's, it's really cool. Um, on top of someone buying a stranger a full tank of gas, one of the challenges was pump gas for a stranger. So once again, here we are with the heat index into the hundreds, and um, some people didn't have to get out of their car, you know, just reach over and pump the gas for them. Complete strangers. And you don't hear stuff like that anymore. I mean, this, these are the feel-good things that don't happen anymore. Um, and to that point, you know, the, the challenge for pumping someone's gas legitimately said – you do not need to buy the gas. So the buying a gas for a stranger was just random to, to fill up another, uh, another challenge. Yeah. Random act of kindness. Yeah. Yep. Um, and an, an, another one, and this was really cool for multiple reasons. It's, it's the last one we'll talk about, but pay respects at the veterans wall. Now there's two of these. There's one at, uh, at Everbank field and there's one at the veterans Memorial arena and one is dedicated to servicemen and women uh, from the military. And the other one is for, I believe it's firefighters and police officers. Um, so what, what was cool about this is a lot of people, I mean, they have it on video. They're just up there reading the names on the wall and moment of silence and praying. And we didn't care how you paid respects, but do it mm -hmm. and, and, and prove to us in some sort of way that you did it. And um, I had a few teams come back and say, you know, like, we have been to so many games or concerts and walked right past these things, had no idea they were there. Yeah. So it was kind of cool not only to do this, but to kind of enlighten someone that these are here and around. So there were some debates and questioning at the end of the rally games as to, well, you know, was it really about a scavenger hunt or was it about just sharing on social and blah, 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 blah. And the answer is, is it, it, the reason, I guess I should say, is because we, we needed to get as many eyes as possible on the good that you guys did. It was really about you guys that day. And, and we did a lot, um, again, from, from first responders to, to the paying respects to the veterans and cleaning up our waterways and doing things for strangers and doing something good for the community. It was just it was really awesome. And that's all about. And look, I mean, you know, it it'd be one thing for us to sit here and say, that the idea of our name getting out to your Facebook followers was not, you know, in our minds, but a lot of the stuff on these challenges didn't have to be posted anywhere. And some of it was posted right. to our event page or send us a Facebook message. Most of the stuff that was posted was like the good stuff or the things we thought were going to be funny. Um, yeah. So it was twofold, you know, it's one, it gets us out there, but two, it shows people that a, you're having fun and B you're doing something cool in the meantime. Yep. All right. Sappy feel good aside. Nick, how are we on time? We are, uh, we're 20 minutes in so far. Well, strap in John Willett. Cause this is another one. You're going to listen to the whole thing too. These are our favorite moments from the rally games. And damn it. We talked about this last night. So we know this is our, I'm looking at the list right now. This is our official list of favorite moments. Are you going to hit it with him, Nick? You want me to hit him with it? You can hit him with it. Listen, bada boom. Realest guys in the room. How you doing? Mm -hmm. How you doing? Mm -hmm. How you doing? All right. Carpool karaoke. Freaking hilarious. One of the things we had people do, they had to go see Tommy 
up at um, at Jacksonville Chrysler Jeep Dodge on Atlantic Boulevard. And when they got there, the receptionist at the desk, they said, oh, hey, we're, we're with the rally games. She just handed them keys. They had to go find which car it went to on the showroom floor, get in it, turn on the car, and put dealer's choice, whatever song you wanted to. But they had to put up the camera and record all four of their teammates in the car doing a carpool karaoke. Um Freaking hilarious. So one of the teams, what team was it? Was it Pop and Smoke? For oh, doing yeah, yeah, Pop and Smoke. Yeah. So carpool karaoke, like he, I Nick and I split up, right? And we're trying to get out there and and see uh all of these teams and try to get as much footage as possible. So I happen to be at the at the dealership and these teams are like arguing, I don't know the words to that one. Well, just you know, look it up real quick, just pull up the lyrics, it's not hard. So Pop and Smoke pulls up, and they, they're like, you know what, we're going to do tequila. And they just sat there for like a minute and a half, and then they all just go, tequila. <laughs> and that was it. That was their carpool karaoke. And it was freaking hilarious because I had just watched like three or four teams literally get into arguments and nearly come to blows over who knows what songs. So, so that was awesome. And I'm, I'm up at Tire Outlet at this point, and Pop and Smoke shows up to Tire Outlet, and they're like – they're like, hey, does this count? And they show me the video, and I'm dying laughing, and they're just they're bobbing their heads around. And then they just say tequila, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it counts. Uh, That's awesome. I think one of the funniest things was Team Freight Train, though. So they're in there. Yeah, they got to get it together. They're in a, a badass Jeep with no roof, no doors, <laughs> no windows. And this is them singing. Hold on, let's see if I can get it to play. reality. Open your eyes. Look up in the sky. Fifteen more seconds. Don't stop yet. It's so funny. It's the best one for sure. Well, I was like. I didn't heard this one yet, and and uh, and Nick's like, "Oh, it's bad, it's bad." And I was like, "Well, what's wrong with it?" And Nick was like, um, "They're the key, the tune, the melody, uh, their timing." <laughs> yeah, all of it, all of it's yeah. bad. And listen, so I, now I'm, I want you guys to picture this. Let's say you're not part of the rally games. You're sitting in a dealership, uh, like showroom floor at one of the desks, and you're like signing your paperwork on a car that you're trying to buy, or you're in the middle of negotiating, and all of a sudden, here come people jumping in one of the cars, singing and leaving. So it, everyone's <laughs> describing to me the setting of the showroom floor and people trying to get business done. It was freaking hilarious, man. That's so funny. It's so freaking so, funny. Next on the list, we had that challenge. We just talked a lot about it. Do something good. So one of the teams gave money to a homeless person, right? That's something we didn't talk about a minute ago, but it, do something good for the community. We don't care what you do, just do something. Well, they got to an intersection, put the window down, gave some money to the homeless person. They then got cursed out by the homeless person because it wasn't enough money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, not awesome, but it's, it's awesome. Next one, tire outlet. So Charles, um, one of the things we did, hey, go up to Tire Outlet and get you a quote on a set of Nittos or Yokohamas. Now, why would we do that? Because Charles works with us on a lot of our events, but I'm being so serious when I say that you will not get a better price on tires in town. He just takes really good care of people. Uh, Well, everyone at Tire Outlet does. So one of the challenges, go up there and he's going to give you a quote on a set of tires. So when you need them, you can go get them. Well, one other thing we did, Charles was supposed to be part of the rally games with us. And then he's like, oh, I got to work. One of the challenges was to get, was it graffiti art? Is that what you you said it was? Uh, One of the challenges was to get somebody who was not on your team to draw a picture of your team. So when we had that on the thing, you said, you threw out there, if I were you, and you, you typed this out, if I were you, I'd have Charles do it. And then I said, Bonus points if you get Charles to do it. P.S. He doesn't know he's part of this challenge. So good luck. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So he legitimately did not know. What's that? He legitimately did not know that he was part of the challenge until no, later that did. day when everyone starts asking him to draw him pictures. 
Yeah, and you would think like if okay, maybe you wouldn't think if someone asked me to do that, you're getting stick figures, right? And not yeah. even proportionate ones. And um, <laughs> so we what we did we didn't even give people the the challenges at check in, like we just checked everybody in, said hey, we're gonna have a drivers meeting in a few minutes, had the drivers meeting, and once the drivers meeting was completely over, hey, team captain, step forward. Here's your file and gone like bye, leave. And so people all found out at the same time at the last possible second. So people start strategizing and kind of planning and they see, oh, if we get Charles to draw this picture for us, we get bonus points and we got to go to tire outlet anyways. So like Jessica, for example, she freaking picks up the phone and she calls Charles. She's like, Charlie, hey, it's Jessica. Um, I need you to draw a picture for me. All right. Yeah, thanks. Gets off the phone. So Charles at this point hasn't seen anybody come in yet. We just started, but he's sitting there sketching out a picture. Now, the second we started, Nick and I split up and Nick made a beeline for tire outlet to go get the footage. Yep. So Nick gets there and tell him what you saw, Nick. So I, I get there and Charles has like this pretty damn detailed picture that he clearly had been working on for like 15 minutes, maybe 20, uh, <laughs> drawn a car and like, you know, coloring it in and it had all this detail and like logos and stuff. And I'm but like, he's only using what he has at the tire shop. So it's like blue pen and highlighter. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so he shows me, he's like, check this out, buddy. I'm like, what's that? He's like, Jessica texted me, asked her to draw a picture. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then no sooner did that happen, uh, pop and smoke comes rolling in <laughs> and they're like, Hey, we need you to draw us a picture. And he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> so they explained to him what happened. And I just laughed and I said, I told you guys he had no idea. And, uh, he yeah. was like, he was a good sport about it, but at times he was busy and teams kept coming in and he had to stop to draw these stupid pictures for everybody. So funny. <laughs> oh, was good. So, so he like gave it his all for this first picture. And then I'm sure they started looking more. Yeah. Well, not I'm sure they started looking more like stick figures at the end of the day. Yeah. He was busy. He, was, he had customers in there. And we were asking him so for pictures. Funny. Yeah. So funny. Um, so aromas that was another thing was to go up there and find a, a cigar uh, the Gurkha ghost which was one of the highest rated cigars in cigar aficionado uh from a blind review that they did um nick that is not where a blind person smokes a cigar that's where they smoke the cigar without the label just so you know ah okay uh, us fancy aficionados and connoisseurs know about this kind of stiffs so people were to go to aromas they have a giant walk-in humidor uh, and, and just thousands of cigars and you got to go find a certain one. Right. Um, so people were in there just buying them. I mean, he had a sale going on that day on that specific cigar, you know, buy three, get one free or something like that. But, um, you didn't have to buy any, you just had to go find it and, you know, take a picture of it. So people were in there buying them. I know Jason got a fistful of them and, and he was talking to me as he's ringing up and he's like, man, I haven't had a cigar in forever. Like, this is so cool. I'm so excited about this. I mean, people were not only buying cigars like for themselves, they were buying it for, you know, fathers and friends and stuff like that. One of them went in there and not only bought a fistful of cigars, but they got a cigar cutter and a cigar torch and like the, the whole guillotine and all that. I mean, it was it was really cool. But my favorite thing was the throne. Good God. Did you see that chair? Yeah. You asked me if we could buy it. And I said no. Well, Check the account, buddy, because we bought it. That thing was badass. This was like legit like a king's chair at a dining room table from like the 1300s and probably not. I just made all of that up, but it was freaking pimp, man. And I know pimp, okay? Nick, tell him I know pimp. He um, he does not know anything about that. This uh, was pimp as hell. But you didn't want the chair. There. You were sitting there in the chair smoking a cigar with the belt over your shoulder and I walked yeah, the, in, and I just about walked out. The shirt was unbuttoned, like, mid-chest, so it was slightly like, hey, yo, you know, mm -hmm. like Razor Ramon. Yeah, yeah. I love that thing. So I sat there. I did a Facebook Live from there. People were walking in, talking smack to me. I wasn't having it. Um, and then also at Aroma's abusive executive power, they thought, hey, you know what? We're going to be smart about this. We're going we're gonna to put our trucks up there, and, uh, and we'll all just jump in the same vehicle. We're not going to bring these cars all over the place. Well, they left their trucks there, and another team rolled in and TP'd all their trucks. It was freaking hilarious. One quick thing we forgot to say about the tire outlet things. Tire outlet closes at 1 o'clock, right? Oh, and not, yeah. And not every team had been there. So I, I do a Facebook Live from a room, or a, from tire outlet with Charles, and during the Facebook Live, Charles is like, hey, if I'm, I'm going to leave some, some quotes out front so you guys can come up here and get them and still get your points. And uh, he said, but if I'm if I'm the first team that comes up here, I'm taking all of them. 
taking every single one of them. So Marty and his team, Freight Train, I don't know if they heard that Facebook Live or not, they went straight up there and took all the rest of the quotes. So they blocked out the rest of the teams from getting any any points from Tire Outlet, which is pretty yeah. awesome. I mean, I yeah. couldn't condone that or encourage it since I'm part of the company putting it on, but I absolutely would have done the same thing if I was if I was another team. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. We <clears throat> learned you're a little cheating, some bitch. Oh, yeah. So then uh, one of the other things was go to Autobahn Indoor Speedway, which is where we had our pre-party for uh, Road to the Dragon and partake in the axe throwing that seems to be getting popular and catching on. And so the the bottom line is you get there with your team, everybody gets one throw, shoo, thud, stick it on the wall, add up your score, it's like darts, and then you roll out of there. Um, people were given a, a, a little like a bounce back coupon to come back and, and throw more and play and all that. But um, this was awesome to see everyone's faces go from so excited and ready to just absolutely deflating as they realized how hard it really is to get these things to stick mm-hmm. it's freaking hard man yeah many um, teams had zero points yeah yeah in yeah. fact the high score of the day after four throws was 80 yeah yeah so, so that was cool and um go ahead and we we also decided to hide some boomerangs around town one of them was at Autobahn, and uh, was it the first team that got there, found it? Yeah. Yeah, Dirty Divas. Yep, they have an actual, uh, like a formula-style race car there uh, where you can, like, change the tires and do, like, a pit stop exercise and everything. And so I just took that thing and dropped it right down in the freaking cockpit of that race car, and they, they freaking found it, man. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's start blowing through some of these a little bit quicker. Intersection shout out. We wanted people to add an intersection, put the window down, look at someone next to them, and let them know, hey, we're doing all this stuff in the community today. Um, one of the teams got the window rolled up on them. It was freaking hilarious. Um, <laughs> Corner Bistro. We wanted you to go there and tell us who the proprietor of the building is. And uh, Team Freight Train discovered they were never actually really in parking spaces. You'll yeah. have to ask them about that. How they didn't Fringe know that. Oh, go ahead. How they didn't know that, I'll never know because they literally parked four wide in the in the the um, roundabout right in front of Corner Bistro. So oh, it was in the roundabout. Yeah, there were four wide blocking the entire road. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So another one, Friendship Fountain. Everyone knows this spot uh, down by the Mosh Museum of Science and History, right on the river, across from downtown. Big, colorful fountain. It's so we said, hey, go take a team photo. And Nick was like, ah, I don't want to look at a bunch of team photos. Bonus points if you make me laugh, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever. That's, that's harmless. What could go wrong? So fast forward to the end of the rally games. Nick and I split up at two separate tables so that we can both start checking teams in and checking their scores. Well, next thing you know, there's a team photo with someone in the background with their pants down bent over. I'm looking at an ass cheek, right? Yeah. So Nick puts a challenge out there, whoo, whoo, see if you can make me laugh, and I end up looking at some guy's ass. How yeah. does that work? Here's the thing. He was fully committed to doing it. It wasn't like a little bit of crack. It was like dude's pants were down around his knees, basically. Oh, yeah. 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 So thank you for that, Nick. You're welcome. Uh, and, and which, by the way, not only did it make Nick laugh, made him laugh even harder that I had to stare at it. Mm-hmm. Um, photo from sports teams complex. So we wanted you to take a picture in front of the Jaguars stadium. Uh, in front of the uh, Jumbo Shrimp Baseball Stadium and in front of the Jacksonville Iceman uh, Hockey Arena. And some of you didn't know that the Iceman played at the arena downtown and you went to the, the Iceplex off of University or Emerson, off Emerson. And uh, what's funny is the Icemen are directly across the street. The arena is directly across the street from the ballpark where the shrimp play baseball. So some of you literally stood at the arena to get a picture of the stadium across the street and then left to go get a picture of what you thought was where the, uh, the Iceman played. So I thought that was funny. Um, okay. This one's like hands down the funniest. Am I sharing my screen? Can you see this? I can see it. Okay. Guys, this one like takes the freaking cake is the funniest shit ever. So we said, okay, in the year 2019, you need to go to the library, Jacksonville Library, any location, Jacksonville Library, get you a library card, check out a book, and bring us a book to the finish line. We don't give a fuck what it was. Any book, just bring us a book, right? And people did it. 
and and they were telling me like we're at check in and we're going through the paperwork and checking their stores and and they're like hey man i haven't had a library card in years yeah it was kind of cool going in there yeah blah 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 so one of the people what team was it dirty divas no beating you was it beating you yeah goes in there no dirty divas Dirty Divas. Dirty Divas. Sorry. Okay. Goes into the Jacksonville Library, signs up to get a library card, only to find out she has an account and she owes forty dollars in late fees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she paid it. She paid it. <laughs> she definitely paid it. Oh my god! Like, uh, and by the I way, the books that were checked out were not just random books. They were all the books that I saw were like muscle car related books. Like they went to the car section and specifically found books to bring out. Like if it were me, I'd have just grabbed the first thing I saw and ran out of there. But it's not the case. Yeah. Yeah. Another uh, Jessica told me she had to wait over 20 minutes in line to get it to get her library card. Really? (laughs) Yeah. She's like, I just sit there for 20 minutes in line, but she got it. So that's funny. Um, Let me see. Graffiti team picture. Oh, so this was a different one from the Charles one. I had it mixed up. So someone had a kid draw draw it for him, like a complete stranger had a kid draw it, and, and I guess you said it was actually really good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's it's uh, it probably took the kid five minutes to do, but it actually it's it, it's a recreation of the picture of um, Smokey and the Bandits T Rex picture. So they showed him a oh, picture yeah. of that, and the kid redrew it, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, rock star autograph. Oh, you wanted a photograph of an autograph. That's what this one was. Yeah, photograph of an autograph. Yeah, and someone found Leonard Skinner's autograph. And obviously, they're like the hometown heroes here in Jacksonville. So that was pretty cool. Jukebox. He had to find a jukebox. And I, I mean, I, I guess there's more of these than we thought. Yeah, I mean, I figured there'd be a few around town, but more people sent them than I would have expected. Um, yeah. The Sunburn one was pretty funny, too, because some people, man, like there was this one, this girl... Um, she is pretty fair skinned. Her legs were bright red and her shoulders and arms were white, white, white. (laughs) So she definitely was in some pain. Definitely. Yep. Yep. Titanic pose, the famous Jack and Rose Titanic pose. Um, this, this was a guy heavy event. So it was really funny to see guys with their hands around each other's hips, arms out doing the titanic pose here's the funny thing a few people like more than one team actually found freaking boats not just found boats got on the freaking boats to do this picture yeah dirty divas the boat it looks like they were on probably a maybe a 30 foot center console they're just standing off of the front it's pretty awesome yeah someone went to adventure landing and in the parking lot they had this like rubber boat and it's like like a playground thing for kids and they stood on the front of that and did their Jack and uh, Jack and Rose smart um, Wayne's world, Bohemian Rhapsody scene in the car. I mean, that was, I mean, you can imagine how that went. It was pretty, uh, pretty standard. Yep. Um, wits, frozen custard, funny pictures. Um, just about everybody that was there ended up ordering uh, a custard that day, obviously because it was so damn hot. Um, bonus points arrive early to the finish line. So here's the thing. What time did it here? I got it right here. It five truly said five thirty. Show up by five thirty and you get bonus points. Five forty five, you get fewer bonus points. Anyone shows up after six, you lose fifteen points for every five minutes. To everyone's credit, everybody was there by five forty five. I don't think yep. anybody was there beyond that. Um, nope. And we got there at four. We got there at four, and we were just doing a face quick Facebook live to show which room we were in, and. Uh, John Willette rolls up at about 4.15, 4.30. And, um, you know, he... But also, there was a reason to get there earlier, like like he did, because there was still a boomerang in Bravos that nobody had found. Yeah. So he spent about 45 minutes looking for this boomerang. He was tearing things up. He was opening, like, storage containers and moving their decorations around. Like, he was hell-bent on finding the damn boomerang. Yeah, BK, um, the chick that works at uh, Bravo's, she like kept coming in and she's like, hey, I know your group's going to be arriving soon. Do you guys need anything else? Just kind of checking on us. Can I get you anything? And John is sitting there holding on to the boomerang. He found it. 
And she's like, oh, you found the boomerang. She said that because I, I gave her the boomerang when I left that morning. I was like, hey, hide this, right? Someone's got to find it. So she looks at John. She's like, oh, you found the boomerang. He's like, yeah, I, uh, whew, I found it. Hey, listen, I moved all your stuff. Like, <laughs> he's like, I, I was going through everything. <laughs> so that, that, was, that was awesome. So we get there at four and everyone just starts freaking you know, showing up. Uh, John was obviously uh, the earliest one. Um, in fact, if you go watch the Facebook Live, you can hear him pulling up uh, with his supercharger. Yep. So another thing was, like Nick told you the night before, Nick came up with a page of bonus. I, I called them riddles, um, but more like typical scavenger hunt things. And so the first one was charcoal, and it read, it's black when you buy it, red when being used, and white when you're through. And the answer was charcoal. Mm -hmm. Now, Nick created this. He owned it. This was his baby the night before. And he asked me, he's like, hey, what do you think? And he sent it to me. I didn't really look at it. I was like, yeah, it looks great. Night, night, Nick. And I went to bed, right? So I'm sitting there and I'm checking people's scores and I grabbed this sheet. I'm like, let's see how you did here. All of a sudden, thud on the table. And people dropping full bags of mm -hmm. charcoal. And I'm looking at them. I'm like, what the, f what are you doing? <laughs> and I, it, I just it caught me off guard i had no freaking idea so people are like dumping charcoal on me but they got the points um another one it folds when young and cracks in half when old what was the answer nick a leaf a leaf and what did marty think it was and what did he bring you nick a tortilla shell <laughs> and he he sat there and argued with me about if it counted or not and i said but marty that's not the right answer he's like yeah but it, it it cracks when it gets old. I'm like, but it's not the answer. And he's like, but it cracks. He's like, give me the points. Give me the points. He did not get the points for it. It wouldn't have mattered anyway, though. Holy shit. Marty, I would have gave you the points. The team that oh, won, won by a lot. So it wouldn't have mattered regardless. But um, but yeah, he brought a tortilla shell. And someone else brought a twig, which I guess could have worked as well. But a leaf. Yeah. The right answer was a leaf. Another one. Find an AOL. What's AOL? For all you friggin' millennials, it's American Online, and it used to come in a disc in the mail. So we said, find an AOL disc. Good luck. And I mean, seriously, good friggin' luck, good riddance. And John Willette, now he kind of got screwed, I feel like. I mean, his team like like disbanded in the middle of the day. But John went to his mom's job and started searching her office. Um, looking for an AOL disc. Couldn't find one. And when you're thinking, oh, well, he tried. Nope. He then went to his mother's storage unit and spent 30 to 45 minutes on the hottest day since I can remember searching for an AOL disc and never did find one. <laughs> nope. We had somebody who showed me a picture of one and asked if that counted. And I said no, no on that. But um, yeah, he he definitely gave it all the effort you could possibly give to find a disc that they probably stopped making 15 years ago. Uh, but at one point you could find it every Walmart, Kmart target anywhere. Um, yep. but nobody found one, which is, which is pretty funny. Also surprisingly hard to get was an actual physical pizza restaurant application, which yeah, was another challenge. Everybody online nowadays. Yeah. So John will let again, went into a pizza shop. He said there were like four 16 year olds just sitting at a table eating pizza, all the employees, and they kind of jumped up, and he was like, hey, do you guys got an application? And they looked very, very confused <laughs> as to why yeah. he drove up in a, a badass Grand Cherokee Trackhawk, and he's asking for a pizza or a pizza application. <laughs> so they gave him one, but he actually made them write the name of the restaurant on the application just to prove that it was actually for the pizza place. Yeah, yeah. So multiple people had funny stories about getting pizza applications. One of them slapped it down and said, look, it even has pizza sauce on it, and it <laughs> damn did. And they were like, bonus points for that, right? Yeah, no. No, 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 bonus points for that. Um, I don't know. So what else do I have here? Let me see. Um, coin from the birth year, foreign currency, red paper clip. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, people got there 45 minutes before we ever even opened registration. We said get there at 9 and 8.15. There y'all were. Yeah. Um, ready to go it was freaking hot so 9 a.m and your boy was drenched in sweat already yep you know so then we get to um we get everyone tallied up 
and we start playing some laser tag. And what John was alluding to earlier was I, when You're killed, bitch. when I would get killed in laser tag, I would say to whoever was near me on my team, use me as a human shield. And they just walk behind me as I walk towards the person who shot me. Well, let's talk about then I would proceed killed in laser tag, but then I proceed to grab the tip of the gun. You can't just lay there on the floor and start screaming. I'm hit. I'm hit. No, it's not. You're not really hurt. I didn't do that. I said, well, because once you're, once you're shot, you can't get, I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, nothing, nothing hurts. So I would say, come with me. I'm a human shield. I'd walk up to whoever's shooting me. Uh, one time it was Vince. One time it was you. I would literally grab the, the end of their gun <laughs> and point it up towards the ceiling mm-hmm. while my mm-hmm. teammate shot and, <laughs> and killed you guys. And oh, you guys got mad. Ooh, you guys well, were pissed. I was, I, was, I was new to the laser tag because you guys had played two or three games before I ever even got in there to play with you guys. So I had to get a special debriefing. Um, but yeah, I, I, I turned the corner. You and I were face-to-face, and I panicked, and I shot you, and I won, and I got you, and now you're all glowing red um, yep. uh, like with lights on your chest and everything. And you had uh, a chick behind you, I believe the same chick that had a $40 library fee earlier in the day. And she's on your team. And so I go to like shoot around you. And he did, y'all. He grabbed the freaking end of my gun mm-hmm. like it was a damn stick shift. And when I went to point up, he would, his hand just went with it. When I pointed down, his hand went with it. And so I'm sitting there and, and like you can feel the shots like because there's CO2. So it's like, brap. So I'm sitting there shooting, 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 shooting. And I'm like, you fucking asshole. Like, move. <laughs> and all of a sudden I hear, and Nick lets go of the gun and he goes, he's out of bullets. He's right here behind the wall. He's out of bullets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was fun. Nick was not making any friends. So another thing is they had us pinned down. So there's like two separate entrances into the laser tag arena, one for team A and one for team B, and there's two different bases, and they freaking had us pinned down, man. They like got over to us and started shooting, so you would like have to go back to your base to like respawn and come back, and the second you walk out, boom, they'd get you again. They were like above us, next to us, below well, us. It was You know who that was, right? That was me. Because right by the camouflage people's spawn area where you were there's like a window that's got these wood slats so i lifted up some of the slats and stuck the barrel my gun through and i was shooting hear you i was shooting into your base so as soon as you guys hit the button to respawn i'm just holding down the trigger and then every time i ran out of bullets i figured out how to reset it so i would just drop the magazine reset put it back in i had 16 kills in one game because i just sat there killing you guys and bk was like no spawn kill and i'm like okay and i just kept doing it do you hear you? Yeah, yeah. I treated it's it like laser tag. I moved some of the wood slats at a window but that's, so that I could kill you at your base. Do you hear you? The wood slats were there to be moved, but they're for you guys to shoot out, not for people to shoot in. But uh yeah, I treated it like it was playing Xbox. And uh it was fun. It was a good time. So, anyways, in one of the games that we play, guys, I want you to picture this. You're like in a locker room. And you go to a locker and you grab a vest and you grab a gun, right? So, like, I'm getting into this and this is my first game. And I'm like, here we go. And and people were like, hey, like, hey, I want to use this gun. And yeah, well, I'll use that gun and blah, 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 blah. Well, what we didn't know is the guns are paired to the vest and the lockers, right? So we get into the game and what would happen? Let's say me and Kevin traded guns before we went into the game. All of a sudden, I get shot. Well, Kevin, at the other end of the room, nowhere near anybody, his vest would light up because we had mixed up the gun. So we had people that were not getting shot, dying, and vice versa. And we also had people thinking they were shooting that were not shooting. So we're getting freaking smoked, like getting zero points. And finally, the guy that works there comes in. He's like, I'm going to reset it. We're starting over. You guys mixed your guns up. (laughs) So I'm like, hey, guys, like, come back over here. He's going to start it over. Game over. He's starting it over. Reset. There's an issue, right? Nick's walking out of the freaking laser tag arena, gun over his head. And he's like, I'm the man. (laughs) I'm the champ. You suck. You suck. I'm the man. The MVP. Nick, 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 relax. Nick, there's an issue. I'm the best. Nick, 
there's an issue. I'm the man. Nick, he's resetting it. We got the guns mixed up. Sounds like a camouflage problem. You <laughs> suck. I'm the man. <laughs> and here's the thing. I was purely doing that because the pr- prior game, I think I had like three kills and 25 deaths. And I knew that the next game was going to just be a bloodbath against me. So I had to I had to go with it while I could. The next game, I think I went seven and seven. But I went 16 and four that game where I told everyone they sucked and that I was the MVP. Um, but it was it was a total fluke and I knew it. I just had to play it up for sure. So once I had realized, okay, so they're just cheating, I'm like, all right, well, I can do this too. So we go into the game, into the arena. Now, mind you, there's two separate doors. There's team A, team B. So there's like this locker room and there's a room all the way, there's a door all the way to the left and a door all the way to the right. And they kind of get you to different parts of the arena so that you can start at different areas. So we go to start, we walk through our door and all of a sudden we hear the boop, boop, boop. And it's about to start. Backhand John Willette in the chest. I said, hey man, why don't we just go right back where we came from through the locker room and just go right through their damn door, go right to him. He didn't think about it. He didn't hesitate. He goes, oh, yeah, 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 let's go. And he was gone. I'm now catching up to John. Mm-hmm. So he was more than willing. And more importantly, why would he do that? Because you're a cheating son bitch, and you'd pissed him off. He didn't even have to think about it. Hey, John, let's go over here and get in there. Oh, fuck yeah, let's go. And he was gone. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. It was a good time, though. We were all out of breath. And- Dude, Yeah. It got hot in there. It was like a ooh, it was like a locker room at that point. But there was this uh, on our side, there was like ramps because you can like take a ramp up to the second level and then zigzag the other way, ramp up to the third level. And it was steeper than I thought. And like I'm like game one. I told you guys like they had played a few. I'm game one. I'm like, let's do this. Like grab my gun and I'm like, I'm gonna storm this ramp. I get like halfway up the ramp and I'm like <laughs> And it was freaking steeper than I thought. Next day, I'm sore. I'm still a little bit sore. I wasn't sore, but I was damn sure tired. Um, it, you know, I don't know that it was actually hot in there. I think it's just that we're all old and we're all a little overweight. And we were just running around for each game was only eight minutes. It felt like two hours. Oh, but, yeah, it was a marathon for us. Yeah, but it was fun. It was it, that that laser tag is a whole lot of fun. Um, it gets pretty intense in there too, but it was, it was yep. cool. Um, yep. all right. So laser tags over everyone back in the room. It's time to award some prizes. Yeah. And we had tallied up everything. The belt stolen. Well, hidden. Someone went back in there. We were playing and they hid the, they hid the belt again. Um, which is fine, you know, but it was, it was funny, but it's fine. Um, yeah. I'm like, guys, are, are you serious right now? Where's the belt? And they're like, <laughs> Yeah, you you were freaking out a little bit. I'm like, am I serious? Like, yeah, where's the fucking belt? People are looking at me thinking I'm like pranking them like, hey, where's the belt, guys? And we're waiting to award this thing. And I'm like, are you guys freaking kidding me right now? Like, get the fucking belt. Yeah. Well, you you were freaking out a little bit about it. I was just like, yeah, the belt's gone. The belt's gone. Um, So anyway, so we started awarding prizes. Um, You know, it's funny that the team that talked the most trash if not the most they were a really close second um you know came came in last place smoking the bandits um but you know what they had a blast they had a really good time they're the ones that had the cool artwork they had funny pictures you know they did the bag of trash and all that stuff so it was it was really cool uh they had a good time but and two of the members from them drove up from palm bay which is like south of melbourne just to do our event. And this isn't the first time they've done it. So uh, thanks for coming out and doing that. It's a, it's awesome to have people travel to do yeah. our stuff. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, and we work our way up the list and we get to the top two. And second place, Dirty Divas, which is yeah. pretty cool. Um, they were part of Team Hell Hath No Fury for Sprint 2, mm-hmm. which had like 16, 17 people, almost all women. Um, for that particular team and first place was beating you or be eating you which is it there's not an i in it right i know that much that's all i know that's a test 
attested Stacy. <laughs> that's, that's all I know is there's not a fr- don't put a freaking eye in it. So these two teams though, um, played the game and played it well. The team that won beating you did. I think I think they may have done every single challenge on the five page list and most of the stuff on the extra page. Well, they also had like. You got bonus points for extra shares because, again, the whole idea was to get as many eyes on the good that you guys were doing for the community as possible. And on one of the challenges alone, they had like 64 shares. Yeah, but that was the... Um, I don't have 64 friends. That was the challenge for the carpool karaoke in the dealership. So that one wasn't getting a bonus points for those particular shares. But they they played the they played the share game right. I mean, they had a lot of shares, but they did everything. They they came in. All of them came in with library books. Um, they did the bag of trash. They did all the picture challenges. They went into Charles. They did everything. And yep. both of those teams, though the first and second place team, were all from Hell Half No Fury from Sprint Two, which is pretty cool. Yep. And you and I had split up again to get the footage, and so we ran into a lot of these teams. But every time we ran into either one of them. They didn't stop to talk, man. They just freaking, they were moving. Yeah. And it's funny, it, you know, at the, at the award ceremony or whatever we want to call it, um, I mentioned, you know, that that team beating you uh, was pretty well focused on the prize because I was up at Tire Outlet. They showed up and I said, oh, where you guys been? And they didn't really answer. And they wouldn't got their thing from Charles and they, they got the picture. And then as they're going back out, I'm like, where are you guys going now? And they didn't answer. And Stacy laughed and she's like, I didn't even know you were at tire outlet. And I said, I know because <laughs> you guys were focused on the prize. You were focused on winning. So, um, you know, all in all, I think it was, it was a really good day. It was a long day for everybody. I mean, everyone was just like, I'm frigging dead. I want to go home and go to sleep. Um, Nick was worried about me at one point. Uh, well, yeah, because for those of you that listened to our last podcast, you heard the story about uh, our little off-roading trek in the Daytona as we were going down to Orlando. Had it the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So we're on the phone. I'm following him. We're going to go check in on a couple of teams uh, earlier in the day. And I'm behind you, and we're talking. And we're we going turn, down Hodges. We, yeah, we turn left on Hodges, and we're going up, going about 40, 45. And all of a sudden, you go like 45-degree angle straight off the road. And there's a pretty yep. good gap from the road to the grass where yeah. you actually went off. Yep. And I was like, holy sure. shit, are you okay? What the hell just happened? And you're like, Nick, the guy's selling peaches. I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I thought you just saw some grass and thought, let's do it again. But Oh, man, I'm freaking driving. I'm on the phone with Nick. And all of a sudden, there's a guy sitting there with a basket of peaches for sale. And I was just like, Rrr. yep. Never once did I panic. Never once. I pulled up next to Jessica at one point. She was driving the Demon uh, that day. Mm-hmm. And I pulled up next to her, and I, and you know, half the horsepower, I start revving my engine at her uh, as a joke. And she starts revving her engine back. And so I'm just like, vroom, vroom, vroom. And she's like, with that freaking supercharger behind me. And she pulls up next to me, puts the window out. She starts laughing. She goes, it's in eco mode. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> Okay, like tell your supercharger it's in freaking eco mode. What the hell is eco mode on a demon? Uh, it's probably I don't know, seven hundred and twenty horsepower. Dude, that thing was whining so freaking loud, and then she tells me, "Yeah, I'm conserving gas." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Anyways, it was it was awesome. It was a, it was a really good time, man. Um, I thought it went really well. Um, everyone had a good time, and again, we did so much good for the city. And a lot of people just said it felt really cool, you know, to give a little girl a gift card, to, you know, buy someone a tank of gas that wasn't expecting that to happen, which is really cool stuff. So um, be on the lookout for Rally Games 2 next year. Um, Maybe make this one an annual event. People had enough fun that they said uh, in light of the the wrestling style championship belt. All right. Now we got to do a money in the bank contest. I'm like, well, what do you mean? They're like, we got to get a briefcase. And inside will be a contract to challenge the winning team for the belt. And so what we should do is another scavenger hunt. And they're just like planning this whole freaking event in front of Nick and I. And they're like, and then we can go take him for the belt. But there has to be at least three things. So maybe it's like go-kart racing. And, and we're just like, holy shit. Like, there's some thought here. Like, maybe we'll do that. Mm-hmm. 
Well, so we'll did s- you order a briefcase? I did not order a briefcase, at least not yet. Order a briefcase. Ah, I'm not doing that. He's going to do it. We'll paper mache make one. I feel good about it. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, thanks for everyone for coming out and doing that. Um, as we said, you know, on all the podcasts and in, in that day, you know, we we do car events, you know, with rolling car shows with cool experiences along the way, whether it's a, a NASCAR track or just a really cool drive or go-karts or whatever the case may be. And uh, this was definitely not the the usual event that we would put on. Um, but I think it went really well. Everyone seemed to have a really good time. We had some new f- new followers come along. We created some new friendships and some yep. new bonds with some people. And, um, you know, I think it was a, all in all, it was a really cool day. And it was a lot of work, but it was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, I think if we do it again, the we'll have to have a defending the defending champions will have their work cut out for them because I know there's a few teams that are not happy they didn't win and they'll come for the belt for sure. Yep. Just a lot of memorable stuff too. I've never seen anyone get blacklisted from a laser tag arena before. I didn't either. So I'll I'll go back there. But you but you uh, she don't want to see you back there. Yeah you, I, you ain't right. I wasn't trespassed. I'll be there. <laughs> Yeah, guys, this was this was a long one uh, podcast, but um, just wanted to share our stories, which really, if you listen back to it, they're your stories uh, that you guys shared with us because we weren't participating. Um, but real quick, just to let you guys know, Sprint 3, the trifecta has been announced. It is Saturday, July 20th, 20 bucks. It is available on um, GenesisRally.com right now. That one's going to start around lunchtime. And it's going to include uh, coastal roads uh, by the beaches. It's going to include some farmland stuff going through some pastures and stuff like that. It's even going to include some winding canopy roads by the river. And uh, it's going to end at the PDQ cruise in uh, over there in Fruit Cove. That's always a great cruise in with a ton of cars. So that'll be a good one. Uh, It's on sale now. People are already jumping into that one. And then gather at the garage the first Sunday every single month, the very first gather at the garage ever is next Sunday. Hard to believe, but it's next Sunday, July 7th uh, from 9 a.m. to noon at Detail Garage off of the Arlington Expressway. So you can check out Gather at the Garage uh, Facebook page, and uh, we've got information on our Facebook page as well, uh, and I believe Detail Garage has it on theirs as well. Um, and in that one, we are we found out about Hunter, a uh, local kid who was uh, badly burned back in February uh, three years old and uh, he's, he's still recovering from that. So he's been moved from, I'm going to get the story wrong. I think it was like Shans to UF health right now. He's in Boston um, and he's going through surgery after surgery and treatment after treatment. And uh, the family's at a time in need and they need help. So um, there's fundraisers going on around Facebook. We already had this event planned. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to do 50, 50 raffles, I know uh, Jackson at Detail Garage is going to raffle off some stuff, donate some prizes to raffle off, and, and we'll come up with something too, Nick. And um, we're going to try to raise some money, and 100% of the proceeds are going to go to Hunter's Recovery and, and, uh, and his family. So all makes, all models, all car clubs, uh, set differences aside and come out to this, and let's get behind this really good cause, and I think it's going to be a good time. Yep. Which, by the way, there's – uh, a couple hundred people already marking themselves as going or interested to that event. So it, it's going to be a big one. It's going to be a good one. Anything else? No, I don't think so. Can I say the line? I don't care. I'm going to cut it out. So it doesn't matter. Bada boom. Realest guys in the room. Hit him with it, Nick. Nick, you got to hit him with it. All right. Bye, party people. It's all about the game and how you play it. It's all about control and if you can take it. It's all about your debt and if you can pay it. It's all about the pain. Who's gonna make it? I am the game. You don't wanna play me. I am control. There's no way you can shake me. I am your daddy. Didn't know you can't pay me. I am your play and I know you can't take me. You're gonna be the same, you're gonna change your name, you're gonna die in flames.